Welcome to Have I Got Boobs You podcast from Curvy Kate with your hosts Katie and Phoebe. Katie Weir, Cavi Kate's PR and content manager. You might also know me as the Bra Whisperer. And that's also me, Phoebe Preston, social media executive at Curvy Kate. I mean, you're the social media queen, babe. Oh, okay then. (laughs) (laughs) We decided to create the Have I Got Boobs For You podcast because we felt there was a gap in the market to talk all things bras, boobs and owning your body. We're here to lift your mood with amazing guests each week, great topics and heaps of boobs and bra fit knowledge coming your way. Right, let's get into the episode. Let's do it. A big welcome to Harry Beavis. She's a TikTok foodie who decided to create a safe space and community online for fully busted women. And we're so here for it. We can't wait to talk cupcakes and cup sizes with this absolute queen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yeah, we are very happy to have you because I feel like you're always very busy and very active (laughs) online. So I try and make myself busy to be fair. Yeah, Yeah. it's nice to have you with us. Thank you. Um, Now, at the start of every podcast, we always do a bra fitting and we just did one how did it make you feel oh it was so good I know I roughly know my bra size and I've recently gone to have my bra fitted beforehand but yeah you guys just know what you're talking about you (laughs) might know exactly what I needed and I got it yeah and I think it also matters to have bra fittings in different places because you can be different sizes in different brands so it is great to keep up I think that's one thing that I've always as you go through trying different bras, you've realised that different brands, not all the same brands have the same bra sizes. So it's awesome to actually just come in. And because I love your bras anyway, what you guys gave me some the other week, which is great. So it'd be perfect now that I know exactly what I'm going for when I go online. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited because I've seen you in bulky bras, but today I get to see yeah, you in a plunge. I so know. we tried like a new style. And how gorgeous was that? <laughs> I was so taken aback. I've got a plunge bra before and honestly, the boobs just wanted to like hug each other. I was like, no, it's not working for me so I'm so glad that this one worked yeah and I think that's also a common mistake that cleavage is boobs kissing yeah when actually we still want a bit of separation yes you do (laughs) little breathing room come on absolutely (laughs) we absolutely love that you've just created a space a safe space online for big booby ladies out there it's called the big titty committee the big titty committee yes (laughs) how did that come about I can't actually take credit for that. That was my friend from home who was taking the mick out of me. I just put big in front of it. So that, that was my part to play in the name. But he he was taking, yeah, he was taking the mick and he thought, you can't, you can't pass that opportunity up. It's there. The name's made for you. And I was like, yeah, go on then. And my mum still laughed. She's like, as if you're now known for your boobs. <laughs> I was like, brilliant. Thanks, <laughs> What inspired you to like create the page in the first place? Um, well, obviously, I started doing TikTok food and all of that. And I remember, and I constantly would get ladies ask, because obviously I have a fuller bust. So if you want it or not, your boobs are going to be on show. You can't do a lot about it. And I think the ladies saw that mine were always supported and well positioned 
and nothing was popping out where it shouldn't have been. Mm -hmm. And so I often on my personal account will say, right, let's talk, let's Sunday. It's like a really nice time where I get to interact with my followers because I often don't get to. It's really hard to and I love doing it. So I had a question from a load of girls saying, what bras do you wear? They look so supportive. And it gets to that point where you're like, I really want to help them, don't have time to message them all. Also aware that there are men on this page who might be here for that reason as well. So I just put the question out and I was like, are there any ladies out there that would want me to set up a group chat or like a little private Facebook group that we could do? And in five minutes, I had over 500 responses, like DMs, paragraphs of ladies saying, yes, please, I really want this help. And so immediately I was like, oh no, what have I done? There's so many people, (laughs) how can I do this? But it was fine. And I asked them, I was like, do we need a Facebook group? But then I was like, too many people for me to personally add. Group chats the same. So I just said, let's set up a private Instagram account. I want all the ladies to request to join. I accept. And obviously I've now got three of my best friends, girlfriends on, I've given them my login because it's just gone crazy and just said, help me. (laughs) If they meet this criteria, accept them. If they don't, decline. If you're iffy about it, decline. They can ask again. They can send through more proof. And so it just came through like that. And it's just grown and grown and grown. And ladies are DMing me saying they want... (sighs) all of the stuff that you guys provide, which is great. <laughs> we like got them. sexy clothing, what to wear. So it's just going off. Don't really know what I got myself into. But, oh, but it's yeah. so amazing. And to have grown that within eight weeks as well I is know. incredible. Because what number are you at around? 20? I think this morning we managed to add a couple hundred more. So 23,400 oh and something. God. And I'm sure it's going to be so, much bigger by the time this podcast comes know, out as well. Eyes on that. I um. know. So we'll see. But yeah, it's going incredibly. I'm just happy that finally I can help help some ladies because I remember being young and a bit clueless and just being crying like I want some help can somebody tell me what to do yeah I think it's such a nice idea to have it private because you do get that safe space community yeah and and I think that's just the I feel like girls can then ask questions that they might be afraid to ask I feel a lot of them have come to me and said they enjoy the big sister vibe that I give off, which is fabulous. And I am a big sister to four others. So <laughs> you sort of get used comes to naturally. it. It comes naturally. But yeah, being able to create that safe space and for them to just ask, it could be a TMI question, but just so they can ask it and not have any judgment is something that I really wanted because I just don't think there's enough of that out there at the moment. So. And how has your relationship been with your boobs throughout your life? Oh, Gosh, up and down, up and down. I think when I first started seeing that my boobs were getting big, you immediately as like a 13, 14 year old girl, you're like, oh, oh. And then they don't stop. And you're like, oh, stop now, please. And they didn't. So I got to the point where I I did a lot of exercise in my, say, 13 to 16. And then I stopped doing that for A-levels, GCSEs. And so I started putting on a bit of weight and I just felt like my boobs got huge and I didn't know how to manage it. And I would go into, mum always had larger boobs. Sorry, mum, everyone knows that now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she always did. So she was like, come on, we'll go get your bra fitted. Let's go, let's go. So she just went to John Lewis and M&S with me and the amount of changing rooms I sat in and cried because all they bought me was white grandma bras and they were like, honestly, we can change the colour and then they bought in a different colour and it'd be nude and I was like, I've seen my nana wear this. I don't feel sexy. My boyfriend at the time, I was like, you won't find me attractive. I was like, felt uncomfortable with my weight and these bras, I just didn't feel like gave me any sort of sexy cleavage. It was all sort of 
fuller cup, which is fine for under a t-shirt, and now I genuinely would wear those for comfort. But when you're first getting your boobs, you still want to feel like you can be pretty and someone can find you attractive. So it was very much love-hate. Loved having them to start with and then disliked and disliked. And I actually got to the point where... I just didn't want them anymore. So I went in for a boob reduction consultancy and I was like, I can't do it. And he spoke about it and I spoke to my mum about it and we'd sort of decided, okay, you're fine if you sort of get your weight under control. So we did that and they did go down pretty quickly. And so I think it was one of those where it's, if you're still really unhappy with them once you've had babies, maybe that might be a good time to have something. But right now I feel creating this page has definitely helped me fall in love with them again. It's just a really weird experience, but having to be body confident and just embrace my body for these ladies has definitely helped me be like, oh, actually, H, yeah. come on, pull yourself together, you're fine. Like a and form just... of therapy for you. Exactly, yeah. it really has been. And just for so many DMs to be like, women saying, I've got stretch marks on the side of my boobs or one nipple's bigger than the other or all of this, you're like, yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> that happens to me as well. Like, it's so normal and it just... I, it's just not something that I'm thinking about at the moment. So currently, yeah, I love them. <laughs> That's Brilliant. amazing. And I feel like I've had a really similar journey to you. In fact, like I had that bra fitting in a really cold strip yeah. lighting, like department store. And I was put into Bright a bra that lights. came up to my collarbone. And it was quite conical shaped. And I cried for like a week afterwards. Mm. And it actually led me into the career that I'm in because I wanted things to change. Yes. <laughs> and I thought no one else could ever feel the way that I felt. So like, no, it's amazing completely. to hear that you did that. Yeah, I just remember, I just remember this 60 year old woman bringing me in these bras in exactly like you said like surgery lighting and you're there like oh my word really like this is what I look yeah. like and you just it's I feel like that is department store lighting anyway so whenever you put on something you just in the store you never like the way it looks on you do you yeah, you have to terrible. take it home but yeah I just remember feeling so down and being like everyone else in my year just wears these cute little ones <laughs> from new look and I'm like I can't I, they go up to size d double d maximum yeah. and I can't do that so I remember feeling excluded but now that you find bras that fit and obviously I've tried a few of you guys stuff and it's amazing you just to be able to feel pretty under the clothes that you're wearing so you feel like you're not having to hide your body is so important for me and I think for young women to understand that there are companies out there that they can buy yeah. from that aren't extortionate prices like I looked at your guys prices over the weekend <laughs> I was like oh my goodness that's amazing <laughs> it was so good so yeah it is fabulous and I think it's all about education and knowing what's out there mm. and I think hopefully doing something like we're doing and speaking about it and just reaching more people will help that journey for everyone. And I also agree with the fact that I went to have surgery when I was 18. It was like the WAG era. Mm -hmm. And I actually walked into the surgery office and they were like, yep, yep, we can give you a breast uplift and we can make them look so much better and it's going to be five and a half thousand pounds. And I was like, okay, I'm going to work extra hours. And then I actually got an internship with a lingerie company and I got bra fitted and then I never wanted that breast yeah. uplift again because my boobs looked like all the girls in the magazines. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't believe that a bra was doing that for me. A hundred percent. It's such, it is definitely the education behind it as well, isn't it? And I think being able to see how your boob look in different style bras just gives them completely different shapes. I mean, the ones that you tried on for me in the bra fitting earlier with like side panels or balcony or plunge just gives your boob a completely different shape every single time. Yeah, so. exactly. What to Wear Wednesday is such a big hit for your following. Mm. What inspires you with your fashion and especially being full of bus? Like how do you navigate that? 
I love how I've come in today and leggings and a jumper. <laughs> um, so I think What to Wear Wednesday just came from the amount of ladies asking how, like, what do you wear? And I think for me, I've always been top heavy and I've got wide hips and a large bum. And my waist is smaller. So I think being able to wear, I think we can all relate when we've got big boobs, we could put on a jumper and it just go off our boobs and straight down it doesn't go into your waist and you can just feel like you're wearing a tent or a bin bag and you just don't feel good about yourself so I think it was one of those things that throughout the years I've learned and pick up picked up and I think my mum and sister are quite brutal where they'll be like no don't wear that you just shouldn't wear that and I'm like okay that's fine what should I wear and they'll come in and we'll have a little chat about it but anything that I've tried, I've tried to say to the girls, anything with a bit of structure, or if you have something tied around your waist, or a bit of panelling, anything that just can show the figure underneath you, I think just works wonders when you've got bigger boobs, because you can see the boobs, but you can also see your other waist, and I think you can just drop five dress sizes by just wearing something that looks good for you, and I think the ladies really appreciated that, and just some of the stuff that I've been able to show them. I mean, we've only done three, four weeks of it, but I'm trying. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's just one of those where we'll keep going, and at the moment, everyone's asking for Christmas outfits and people are already asking for summer outfits and summer swimsuits and all of this so I think the potential for this page is huge I've just got a deep breath (laughs) we're so excited to see it grow as well thank you I am too (laughs) definitely and I think whenever I've done like styling lives with a stylist people's questions have always been like how do I get a blouse to fit me Mm. how can I get the buttons to do up Mm. and I think my top trick is don't do that button up or wear a sexy bra underneath it. Yeah, wear something with a bit of lace or like a cute vest or bando top or something under if you want it. But yeah. don't make something fit that's not going to fit. You have bigger boobs, work them, make yeah. it work for you. And lingerie as outerwear is like dreamy. So. Yeah, I know, exactly, yeah. exactly. Do you ever wear your underwear as outerwear? Uh, no, just because I live next door to my nana and gramps and I know what would happen. At uni, maybe, but I would walk out and my gramps is heart would stop honestly <laughs> so I don't although we mum and I do have this thing where we like wearing like sheer tops and nice little long sleeve things so if you had a beautiful bra and then you wore a sheer top over the top yeah. I think something like that but I think because I've been so body conscious and so self-conscious of my boobs beforehand it's just something that I've never really worn but I do know how to wear it where I might feel a little bit more sexy about it. But it's definitely something that I'm coming into. Yeah, and it comes with time, for sure. It's like build up the confidence. And then once you are like owning it, then you don't feel so self-conscious and you're not worried that everyone's looking at you. They're looking at you because you look fabulous. Exactly. it's not all the negative thoughts that are going through your head. 100%. (laughs) So we first saw your TikTok with all the food on it. (laughs) But we also noticed they're quite centred around hangover cures. (laughs) So... What? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, So describe your perfect night out and the hangover cure after. Oh, goodness. My perfect night out, I think, doing something. Love it when I'm with my girls or something like that. A few Prosecco. Everyone's getting ready together. I think one of the main things that... Because I obviously started my TikTok food stuff at uni, which was great. And I lived with my best friends in the world. And we were all girls. It's a house of girls. And I think one of our favorite things to do was say, right, do a fashion show. Do a fashion <laughs> yeah. show for me. So we'd open a few bottles of Prosecco. And my bedroom would always be the one with the best lighting, which was cracking. And everyone would crawl <laughs> into bed the next morning. Like, I feel awful. But we there would be a big hallway going out to my room. And we'd just be like, right, strut your stuff. So we'd just try on all these outfits, getting a bit tipsy before we go out. 
settle on something that looks cracking, just go out and have a dance somewhere really cheesy with really mm-hmm. good pop music and Grease and ABBA, something yeah, like that where you just don't even care. <laughs> so something like that on a night out and then coming back with lots of food. <laughs> I think that would be my perfect night out. And then that tends to be, with my family, we are drinkers. It's coming across really well, isn't it? <laughs> and so the next morning it'll always be everyone hungover. Harry, what are you cooking for breakfast? And I'm like, oh, me. Okay, great. <laughs> right, so go see what's in the fridge. But yeah, it tends to be something that we all do together. And my mum works all the hours God gives her. So having the weekend time is something where we can all come together and do food. We Everything's centred around food in our family. And I think it's just really nice for us all to come. And every Sunday morning have a big breakfast together or have it with friends over, boyfriends, whatever. So, yeah, it's good fun. I love that. And what's your, like, biggest hit recipe on TikTok? Oh, goodness. My summer salads just took off. I didn't really know why, but I would just put fruits and everything and nuts and cheeses and everyone loved those. You've got the stuffed cookies always do well. Oh, okay. They They were always good. (laughs) Um, Anything with pasta always does well. But I think... My niche, well, I say my niche, I love cooking comfort food and home food, something that just makes you feel good inside and warm and cosy. So winter is actually my favorite time of the year. So I get to cook all of these amazing foods and I love a roast dinner on a Sunday where you open a bottle of wine and then you all cook in the family together in the kitchen uh, with the dogs on the floor. That's my favorite thing ever. So yeah, I think TikTok just likes anything comforting cozy warm. vibes yeah where you watch yeah. it and you're like hmm I'm at home we'll be coming on Sunday <laughs> yeah. next time you come in bring those cookie things I will sounded really I'll good. bring cookies <laughs> um, we're having a little snoop on your social earlier we noticed a very epic looking 2022 calendar oh. tell us more about it because I need to know <laughs> oh well so where do I start when my TikTok career, if you say, started to take off last year, I've always said, if I can, I want to be able to help. So I did a boob calendar last year, actually, oh, wow. um, for Breast Cancer Now, which was amazing. And it had 24 recipes in it. It had my mum and her friends in it, my girlfriends from uni. One girl, Beth, travelled all the way from Wales to be in it. And she'd actually had breast cancer before and she was my age. Wow. And we spoke about her story and it was incredible. And we managed to raise £2,000 and gave it to Breast Cancer Now. And the hard work that went into it was just, I cried every day. It was so exhausting, but for such a good cause. And so when I did that last year, I was like, I've got to do one for the boys. I've just got to. So this year I said, right, lads, I'm doing one. Everyone ready? And Oddballs reached out and they said, we'd love to work with you. So we did it with them. They sent us out a load of boxes, a load of socks, and I managed to get a load of guys involved. So it's got 12 recipes you can't balls up in it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That took some brainstorming. And I've got some uni mates in it, young farmer mates, some rugby boys. It's just cracking. We've got some northern ice guys, these big guys that just go and swim in Newcastle, like freezing cold waters. They traveled all the way from Newcastle to the internet. So amazing, amazing course. And all I could do was give them mac and cheese and beer. And I was like, guys, I'm I'm not happy with that. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm a student. I'm so sorry. I've graduated now, but that was all I did. And so, yeah, so that is coming out and it's hilarious to film because I think you try and just take photos of the lads and they're just not as, I think girls are quite good at trying to make themselves look pretty (laughs) and boys just sort of stand there and you're like, 
okay, just do something. And I just remember the rugby boys. I was like, okay, just do something that seems natural. And they all just got into a scrum. I was like, <laughs> I can't see the boxes. This is like key parts of the photo I need to see. And I can't see them, boys. Can you just stand up? And it was just hilarious. But um, yeah, really good cause, really good fun. So yeah. If yeah, you ever need great. an assistant, I'll, I'll come to the next <laughs> yeah. one. I think all of my mum's friends were like, hi, Harry, what are you doing this week? I'm like, I know why you're calling me. I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> you might need some help. You never know. <laughs> no, but it was awesome. Lots of hard work. And I had to learn how to use a camera and do all the photography. Oh, she did all the pictures yourself? I did oh, it all myself. Yeah, really one of my friends, she's amazing. She was like, yeah, I've got all the equipment. Take it. I'm at a wedding. I'm so sorry. I can't do it for you. And I was like, okay. And I called her. I was like, I think I broke your camera. I don't know what I'm doing. She's like, no, you're fine. You just haven't taking the lens off I'm like, oh okay oh. so yeah but no it all went well and touch wood we managed to raise a good chunk of money well congratulations on that yeah. that's a really beautiful thing thank to do thank you so beautiful <laughs> okay so at the end of every podcast we answer some bra fitting dilemmas from our followers okay but before we jump into those have you had any questions like burning questions that you wish you could have asked a bra whisperer a bra fitter before you had your fitting oh i wish i could have asked You've got so many names for plunge, balcony, bralettes, everything. What each one does for your boobs, like how they shape your boobs and all of that. Because I remember being in fittings and then being like, well, do you want a fuller bust? Do you want a balcony? How do you want your boobs to look? And I'm like, I don't know. Nice. Like, I don't know what to do. So if I think it would have been really nice if someone could explain easily what each bra shape does, how it makes your boobs look, if you're going to have cleavage, if you're not what clothes you could wear over the top of it, that sort of stuff. Okay, that's a really good question. And I think it can be like a minefield when you're out yeah. lingerie shopping. Absolutely it's like, too what? much options. Where do I go from here? But I think general rule of thumb is a plunge bra is pretty much always going to give you cleavage. Yeah. Because a plunge bra has got a lower centre front, so you always have a little more on, a show. Little more on show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can obviously get a non-padded plunge bra, which is going to give you a more gentle cleavage as I call it so yeah. it's not as like pushed up and then you've got a padded plunge bra which is generally going to give you a bit more shape and a bit more oomph a balcony bra is really great for bottom heavy boobs and I feel like that's a, like a line we use quite a lot and a lot mm. of ladies say I have bottom heavy boobs yeah. and you recognize those by looking at your breast tissue and if you see a little breast tissue from the bottom of the cup and you feel that across it kind of decolletage mm. you're not so full then that's how you register that you've got bottom heavy boobs and a balcony bra is really great for that so a balcony bra will just lift and put everything up into the mm. top of your boobs um, and you can get a non-padded balcony bra which in general doesn't have that much sort of cleavage it's more coverage and, yeah. and rounded shape and then you have your non-padded half cup bras <laughs> um, which scantily do and they are sexy yeah. and in America the cleavage you get from that they like to call cakes on plates <laughs> <laughs> I love that saying that's amazing under your chin <laughs> yeah and it is it's kind of that like amazing lift that hits your collarbone it actually makes your breast tissue hit your collarbone oh, and they're wow. like domes of cleavage rather than a plunge which is down the center cleavage you actually get like a full lift and it's more of like a shelf look um Tudor. yeah exactly <laughs> very bridgerton yeah, yeah. I love that. all over that love so it. um there's lots of different shapes but a general rule of them 
plunge balcony, that's how you can mm. differentiate. And then you've obviously got your soft cut bralettes, which are never going to offer you as much support as an underwired bra, but they will give you enough lift, you'll feel comfortable, mm. um, and you'll look like cute and cosy. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really interesting to know, actually, because obviously on the Big Titty Committee earlier in the week, we spoke about what shaped boobs you are. And I didn't I didn't know now saying that bottom heavy boobs look really good in a balcony bra. So I think that's really good information for people to understand. Like understanding what shape boob you have can help you with your bra fittings and all of that. And yeah. it's also really important to note that your breast shape is not going to be the same your no, whole life. No. So yes, in your 20s, a plunge bra might have looked amazing to have <laughs> these lovely full boobs. And yeah. then actually after babies, they're now bottom heavy boobs. So you might have to adapt as you sort yeah. of go through life. 100%. And choose different bra shapes because your breast texture is changing and things like that. This kind of leads on to our next question really well. She said, I'm a G to H cup, lost 3.5 stone, have some serious lack of volume. Can I disguise it? Well, we can actually add volume rather than disguising. Let's accentuate what your mama gave you. (laughs) Um, And yeah, again, it's it's using those bras that really just make the most of your breast tissue. So I would say something with side support would be great for her because that side support, like the victory bra you tried on. Yeah, that was amazing. Like you said, that looks really lovely under jumpers and all of that. It just makes you look less top heavy is the Mm -hmm. word you used, wasn't it? It just makes everything look a bit narrower. So you actually look slimmer I always find so it's something that I really liked one of my first bras I got as grandma as he as it looked it made me look slimmer and not like everything was going under my armpits which yeah, exactly. I really like it pushes yeah. them like in and up yes So it's doing the most for the breast tissue that you now have and the texture of that breast tissue as well. Um, And I would, as I always say, just make sure you're doing that scoop and swoop, getting (laughs) in all the breast tissue um, that is within the cups. Yeah. So I have another question just about finding the right style. She said she had a bra fitting, so she has her right size, but it's just what styles will work for her. But I suppose it'll depend on the fitting itself. Yeah, and actually, if you are listening, hello. Uh, <laughs> when is your virtual bra fitting? The list that we give you isn't just generic. Yeah. The list we give you is, is dedicated to you. So we're actually taking into consideration what we're seeing in front of us and the breasts that we're looking at and how they fit into the current bra. So if you do ever have a virtual bra fitting with me and the team, just know that that list is curated, especially for you. So try to mm. stick to that list because we've chosen those bra shapes because they, they're going to suit you and they're going to do the most. Yeah. And if you're finding that you're not really getting on with that then then just get back in touch with yeah, one of our we're always available and I always say that you know you shouldn't just think you're a balcony bra try yeah. a bit of everything trial and error isn't it yeah, 100% exactly. I must have bought so many bras that I thought looked great to start with and after a few washes I was like no don't I still don't like it and all of this yeah. so I think definitely try as many different styles as you can and see how it looks yeah. and don't be hard on yourself yeah when you're trying be. these bras yeah exactly 100%, 100% yeah We'll do one more dilemma. She says, I haven't found a bra that I can keep on all day and feel comfortable in. Oh, okay. That's really, I feel sorry for you. I know, yeah. make you feel emotional. Yeah. <laughs> I know that pain. I know, and I, I bet you get this all the time. Yeah, right? yeah. And you get so many, so many ladies saying, uh, it's digging in here. I don't feel comfortable. I feel like I couldn't, I could wear it for a few hours, but then I'm uncomfy. And I think sometimes that does have a lot to do with the fit. And I think the right style of bra, mm-hmm. you definitely need to do. I know that I felt that sometimes, obviously we all have one boob bigger than the other. Sometimes one boob's fallen out and the other's just tucked right in there. And after four hours of a busy day, you're like, I'm getting really wound up now. Just stay where you're supposed to stay. <laughs> but I think it's got a lot to do with the bra fit, the bra shape. Having, I sometimes feel like, 
the right moisturizer. I know that sounds really oh, weird, that's interesting. but I am a religious moisturizer, and I sometimes feel that if I have a cheapy one, it can feel oily and it can rub more under and around my boobs. But if I've got one that soaks in and I don't put my bra on straight away and I just let it soak in for a bit, maybe if I'm brushing my teeth or have breakfast or a cup of tea while it is soaking in, it's a lot comfier throughout the day. That might just be me. Oh God, yeah. No, I love that. That's such a good tip. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> and I can only kind of um, just say, yeah, the fit is always key to finding comfort. Yep. But we do have specific comfort ranges as well, like mm. the wonderful bra. And that's actually been built and designed with comfort at the forefront. Yeah. Um, so you've actually got these cushion comfort tabs. They're made of silicone and they go over the top of your underwire because actually sometimes when someone's got a perfectly fitting bra, they can still find that the underwires dig in yeah. because they need a full cup bra, but actually they're a petite body shape. And so the wires are coming up really high under their armpit. But with the silicone tabs, it just takes that pressure off. Oh, wow. And also, super power mesh wings are amazing for comfort. <laughs> so that's like a wide side of the bra. Wide from the side to the back. And it's tucking everything in. And you're just feeling like you're getting a hug. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Love so there that. are bras... Definitely have a little. I think we've got a comfort section, right? Yeah, we've the got website. the comfort section. So they're mainly like non wired, and then we've also got the bras like the wonderful with the cushion comfort tabs. Yeah. And we got like our sleep bralette, which is mm. amazing. Yeah, I yeah. really have to stop, get out of the habit of wearing my sleep bra all the time. <laughs> oh, it's, hard. it's got to a point where I'm like, Harry, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, put a normal bra on, and like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's so funny. But I think underwires are a massive key player in comfort. And so many women that I see, their underwires are digging into breast tissue. They think it's their armpit. But it's actually breast tissue. Yeah. Um, and that's because the cup is far too small. So yeah. when you follow the underwire from the centre all the way to the outer, it should actually reach behind the breast tissue. So when you press down on your bra, it should be touching bone. It should feel mm. like hard rather than sort of like breast tissue. And also another little trick that I tend to use is if you lift up your arm and then bring it your sort of um, finger to the underwire it should be in line with the back of your armpit yeah it is yeah brilliant <laughs> thanks my bra yeah. <laughs> and that's it guys <laughs> yeah I feel like that's also a really good interesting one if you because obviously when you check your boobs you have to check under your armpit and up to your collarbone so obviously yeah. that is breast tissue so you must have your bra fit in the right way that's yeah. something I hadn't thought about and I think that's another great point is actually when you're wearing a perfectly fitting bra and you're getting into it in the right way you actually have more time to check your boobs mm -hmm. and you have time to feel and get to know what's normal but also mm. find the respect and build a positive relationship with your boobs 100%. because it's so important that's a really nice way of putting it yeah. I really like that yeah <laughs> and the whole scoop and sweep that definitely I feel like gets you used to just feeling the circumference of your boob and just knowing yeah. that's not supposed to be there or yeah fine good to go one yeah. of those isn't yeah. it definitely. yeah and I think your boobs I, this sounds like so dreamy but they fall over your heart space yeah so like you need to love them yeah. because like you hold so much energy so if you're hating on your boobs like that's not cool it's okay, just don't make me cry because i've got stuff to do today <laughs> <laughs> crying out loud <laughs> that's a lovely way of putting it i really like that <laughs> well we'll end on that note and thank you so much for coming thank to our no podcast. thank you so much for having me send me off in tears <laughs> what's going on thank you so much for having me what a lovely afternoon thank you <laughs> where can our listeners find you on social media social media so at harry beavis um h-a-r-i-b-e-a-v-i-s or at the, if you're a woman at the big titty committee which you will find in my bio so yeah Amazing. so you can find me on instagram tiktok and YouTube. There you go. <laughs> and keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Thanks it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. We'll see where we are. Oh, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs>
inspirational. I really felt sort of comforted by the fact we've been through similar things in our lives, especially when it comes to wanting a breast reduction and just enjoying our boobs right now as they are and inspiring all of these women as we go. Exactly. Her Big Titty Committee is such an amazing account. So I really recommend you guys to go and request to join it because it seems like such a fabulous place for us big boobed women. Definitely. Girl power. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and guys, don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at Curvy Kate on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and TikTok. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more fabulous chats with some amazing women Have I Got Booze For You podcast. We've been your hosts, Katie Weir and Phoebe Preston from Curvy Kate. Produced by Abigail Weaver. And our development producer is Yolanda Copez-Stepney.